Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope that you're doing well. I usually start off my podcast by saying, I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on. And I've been doing that for, what, now two years? But it's been really hard to have amazing days when I know that there's people suffering on the other side of the world. And I'm sure that you're feeling the same way. I want to thank you guys for... Your support on last week's episode of me speaking about the genocide and what's happening in Palestine. I was, not going to lie, nervous to talk about it just because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to say. But I was like, you know what? You pride yourself on being this genuine person and keeping it real. And that's what I did. Um, I told you guys what I was feeling in my heart and a lot of you related to it and a lot of you also messaged me thanking me for like letting people know what's going on because a lot of people don't know what's going on. I've talked about it with different people, with my mom, with my sister. You know, these conversations are not easy to have because you're always going to get that one person that is not going to agree with you. You may lose friendships, you may lose followers, you may get into it with someone and you may change someone's mind. You may influence them to be like, whoa, this is really messed up what's going on in this world. So if you don't think your voice matters, it really does. And the more we talk about it and the more we have these conversations, we can understand better. We could educate each other. And I recently had someone tell me like, hey, it's not your responsibility to talk about these subjects. And I'm like, "Mm, it kind of is because I have a platform. And my whole platform was created on the fact that I speak of the unspoken. So thank you for continuing to support and keep using your voices and keep amplifying the voices of others. One thing that I've really been focusing on the past two weeks is that I am grateful for what I have, who I am, who I've become, what I do, and just being really grateful, having gratitude for the life that I have because if anything, this has shown us that there's people out there that have it worse. And sometimes I feel like we think it's just like, oh, my life sucks or I hate my job or my boss is annoying or I can't believe like this happened to me. And we get so hyper-focused on what's going wrong, but we forget about being grateful for the smallest things like having a meal to eat, having water to drink, having a shower, a bed. We need to like stop focusing on the negative and be grateful for what we do have. The last two weeks, I've been spending a lot of time with my friends, with my family, and it feels really good to hang out with everybody and catch up. Um, I know it's going to get difficult to get together during the holidays because everybody has their own families and stuff. And I was sharing with my friends that this year, I don't want to be a Grinch and I actually want to do holiday stuff because... I've been called a mini Grinch many times. Um, I don't get in that holiday spirit, but I'm really trying this year. And I think it's just because of my past and how holidays would always be ruined. But I need to let go of that and I need to think positive and 
you know, make my own traditions. And I want to do an episode on it. Let me know if you guys are interested in hearing um, how to stop being a Grinch guide because I want to follow that guide and I want to be in the holiday spirit and just be, like I said, grateful for what I have. So this week was a short work week for me. I only worked four days. I had Friday off. I used to always take Fridays off and then I stopped. And I only stopped because I want to take more vacations next year. So that's the only reason why I stopped. But having three days off is amazing. On Thursday night, I ended up going to listen to Vanda with my friend and we just got a couple drinks and we vibe with the Vanda. It was a good time. I'm glad that I went. Like it was last minute. We were at work and I'm like, hey, let's go listen to Vanda tonight. He's like, yeah, I'm down. So we went and we had a good time. I was singing. Um, it's not my usual to go out on a Thursday. So I was like, who is she? And then Friday, I ended up getting a little trim. I didn't want to cut my hair because I've been growing out for like a year. But ya estaba quemado. So I got a haircut. I got my eyebrows done. And then later had dinner with Angela. We just caught up. She had been gone for a few weeks and we hadn't seen each other. So it was really nice to reconnect. One thing about me is that I wake up early and I always want to conquer the world before society wakes up because I hate crowds and I don't like going when there's a lot of people at the store. And I, I like shopping and driving when there's no one on the road. I know I'm weird. I'm selectively social and this Saturday, I was like, I'm not making plans. I'm going to relax. And by relax, I mean clean my house and just do it at a slow pace where I'm not rushing. I'm not looking at the clock. So I did. And it was really nice to just do stuff at a slow pace. Wake up really slowly. I didn't get up from my bed till like nine, which was nice. Not my usual. So I want to start having more slow mornings because I'm tired of being in a rush. I'm going to rush daily. Like, why does the weekend have to be the same? So... I was conflicted because when I got up and I was like, oh my God, half of the day is already gone. And you know what? Daylight savings time. Oh my God. How many, how much daylight do we need to save? Because I hate it. I come out of work. It's pitch black. I get off at five. Like why? I hope that one day we get rid of it because no me gusta. Me asusta. Um, And then this actually Saturday night, I was looking for Pilates classes because I miss going to Pilates. And I thought to myself, maybe there's like a new studio. And there was. So I found this new studio by me. They were offering a free complimentary class. So I went this morning and I went at 730. Last night it was around 930 when I signed up for it. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to wake up early. And I'm like, no, you can do this. Like start the day off right. Get your workout in. Because sometimes it's just hard getting to the gym. And having a class and just seeing other people suffer with you it's just so nice. And I loved it. I freaking loved it. Um, I think I'm going to sign up for this new studio. And then on my way home, I got a text from my sister and she's like, hey, how's your day? And I'm like, it just started telling her about Pilates. I went to wash my car. And she's like, we should do dinner. But she lives in Orange County and it's a drive. So I told her, I'm like, if you want to go to breakfast, like I'm down. So we went to brunch and we had a good time. Now I'm here recording the podcast. So I had promised you guys a big sis advice segment. So this is the time for it. I received a couple questions on SpeakPipe. So this is one of the ones that I received. Hey, hi, Melina. And my question for you is, what advice would you give me as I am answering 
the early stages of my 20s. Hola, amiguis. Your early 20s. It's a beautiful age. It's age where you're learning to become an adult. Um, one thing that I would tell you is to be selfish with your time. If you're single, that's okay. Um, enjoy being single. Do what you want. Study abroad if you can. Make sure you don't get into debt. That's very important. Learn how to save money because if you mess up your credit when you're in your 20s, it gets harder when you're in your 30s. I know a lot of people who had a rough time in their late 20s trying to fix their credit. Um, I would say do all the things that you can. Like, I wish I would have tried more sports. Invest in yourself. Figure out what you like, what you don't like. It's okay if your career changes. Embrace failure. Sometimes when we are young, we have this dream of achieving something and then we get there. Maybe we fail and then it's the end of the world. But there's always a backup plan. Everything always happens for a reason. Um, I know that's so cliche to say, but it really does. Like anytime that something has happened to me, it's always been for something better. Take care of your health. And this is the time where you can restart. You can fail and restart at anything. So just remember that, that it's not the end of the world if you fail at something. And you could try as many careers as you want. Like literally no one knows what they're doing. So don't feel like there's a race to get to having a family or getting married or having the perfect career. People change all the time and just embrace who you are and be proud of the person that you're becoming. Okay, the next question I got was this. Hi, Melina. My name is Jen. Um, I came across your Unbreakable Latina um, podcast as well as TikTok, and it's really helped me um, kind of remember how fuerte I am as a Latina and, you know, as uh, a girl in college uh, and being a first generation Latina as well. Um, but how do you find the way to um, be empowered again? Like, I feel like um, I ha I just got out of a weird situationship and it really messed with my confidence, with my mind and my self-worth. And that's a big no-no, you know, Uh, because I know who I am. I know my worth. I know my work ethic. I know I'm amazing. I'm important, all these different things. But it, for some reason, I can't seem to keep it at a steady rate. So how do you find the ways to remember who you are after something like that? All right. Thank you so much. Hola, amigos. Thank you so much for your sweet message. How do you remember who you are after a situationship or after a breakup and to be totally honest I feel like I was more hurt by my situationship than my breakup because the breakup I expected the situationship siempre fue the what if and why am I not enough and why does he not see that I'm a good person that I'm a good woman that I'd be such a good partner and I recently, actually today, I saw this thing about Megan Fox, how she wrote this poem of something along the lines of, I fell in love with the man who I thought that you could be. And I think as women, we give a lot of hope to men and like we could change them and we could make them better. And I know that he's been through so much, but I can fix him. And... I think that we focus on that so much and like, oh, but I liked him so much and I did all these sweet things for him. And we're like, at the end, 
why didn't he choose me? And why did we end things? And why am I not good enough? And you just have to remember that what happened in that situation is not about you. You're a good person. It's about that person. That person has insecurities. Maybe you are too great of a person and that's why they can't see what they have in front of them or they're scared because they know that you can do way better. But in moments like these, what you have to do is remind yourself your worth, put on a cute outfit, take yourself out, treat yourself like you want to be treated, value yourself. And I know it's really easy to say that and it's easier said than done and it sounds repetitive, but you just have to remember that it's not about the person that you are. It's that other person that doesn't realize who you are. But remember that you're cute, be your own hype man, do things that you like to do and remember that one day it's all going to make sense when you meet that person that's going to value who you are and know what you're worth and value that worth. I know it sounds silly, but sometimes I get in the mirror, I'm like, you're a bad bitch. Like, he's stupid for not wanting you. And (laughs) it's a little cringe in the beginning to do, but after a while, you're like, screw this. Like, I'm cute. I'm fun. I know who I am and I'm sorry that you couldn't see that and it's your loss, my boy. I also received another question, um, but the audio was not clear, so I'm going to answer it by letting you guys know what the question was. So the question was, is how did you deal with the last two years of undergrad? And whoa, that's been a long time ago. That was like 20, like, oh shoot, like 10, 11 years ago. But it was hard. It was very difficult. I remember that they were like my more difficult classes, my business classes. And I had like labs that I had to go um, to school like in the middle of the week. I had to go like at 8 p.m. and I was a commuter. It was very difficult. I remember that at some point I was just like, what's the point of all this? Like, I just want to quit. But you have to remember that you started this for a whole reason. Like you're already halfway there. And you're almost like done. The finish line is almost there. I remember I was so eager to get out of school, but take your time. Like the workforce is not that great, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, Just take your time and enjoy your last two years of college. Embrace it. Uh, If you can, take advantage of all the clubs that there is. Like I wish I could go back in time. And although I was tired, I wish I would have just been like, you know what, screw it. Let me find another job that's more flexible to, so I could enjoy my college life. Because if you've listened to my episode before, my not-so-college experience, like I didn't have that like fun college experience. It was very stressful. So try to slow down and like try to join a club at least. And remember why you're doing it. And remember that all your hard work It's going to be worth it one day. And the last question that I got was on Instagram. They didn't want to submit a voice note. So I took the question from there. How do you deal with a partner who is no longer affectionate towards you? I feel like if your partner is no longer being affectionate towards you, you might need a conversation. Start a conversation like, hey, I've noticed this and, you know, it makes me feel a certain way. It's all about communication. I know, like, Some people are hard to talk to and not everybody's in tune with their emotions. But I think if you express to someone how they've been making you feel and maybe it's easier if you write it down. If you write down like I've had times in my life where I have to write like a letter of what I'm going to say or what I'm going to text just to get it all out. That way, maybe you're upset at the time and you're overly like 
in your emotions that you might say mean things because one thing about me is that when I'm mad I or upset like I can hurt with my words and I've learned to just take a step back think about how I feel write down what I need to say or what I want to ask a person and you never know your partner might be going through something that you have no idea because they don't know how to open up to you so I've heard that in many relationships where they're like, oh, my partner's acting weird. Oh, it's because they had some stress at work. And a lot of people don't know how to communicate. And I think that communicating is the key to like every relationship. And little by little, you can start opening up and just if you don't bring it up to their attention, they're never going to know. They might not know that they're doing it. It might be unintentional or they just don't think about it. So maybe just communicate with them and let them know how you feel. And if that doesn't work out, there's always couples therapy and there is always like people you can talk to or your own therapist. So I hope that helps. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode like I enjoyed recording for you guys. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latino on TikTok and Instagram, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye!